0: What's up? It's tipping the scales. I'm your girl Shay Dawson.
1: Tania Rivers, also known as T. But hold on, hold on. Why why are you not Lashayla today?
0: Because you know sometimes I forget. Um, so everyone knows that I like I'm, Lashayla. I know Lashayla is my name, but <laughs> a lot of people mess it up. So I have been training myself to introduce myself as Lashayla. Yes, but sometimes I revert to Shay because that's just how the world knows me. But yes, Lashayla. Thank you, mom. I'm here to keep you honest, sweetie. Thank you, T. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. <laughs> Ooh, we have a special guest today, right, T? Someone we've been wanting to have so, so for so long. <laughs> <excited>. <laughs> I
1: know. We we're like, I'm like shaking because I said like, I don't know, literally probably like seven, eight months ago, I was like, we need to bring a sex therapist on. Yes. And we've been waiting for the best one that we can find. And we found her. So I'm excited.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. So we have Dr. Casey Polite here Yay. With the K Spot therapy. Yeah. So excited. Please, please um tell our tippers hello and let them know a little bit about yourself and where you're at. Yes. Hey, hey. It is a absolute pleasure to be here.
2: Thank you so much for the invitation. Yeah. Um, and I am coming in from Dallas, Texas. Um, hey. It is cold as fuck. Oh, can I yes, <laughs> yes, you can. this is okay. one of those podcasts. We <laughs> like <laughs> fu- you already, Dr.
0: It K. was cold as fuck <laughs> here today, too. We went to the movies and it was like so cold. But I'm in Atlanta, by the way.
2: Oh, you're in Atlanta. Okay.
1: It's freezing here too. I'm in Philly and it's freezing here.
0: Oh yeah. So
2: we're all in a, in a place where it's trying to be winter like and just hit us in the face. (laughs) Yeah. Which is more reason for us to be experiencing sex and pleasure, but I know that's what you brought me here for. So we're going to talk about that. Yes. Um, But yes, I am a certified sex therapist. I'm a clinical social worker. I have a private practice here in Texas. It's virtual. So I have like this gorgeous office and nobody comes there. It's really sad. I got to figure that out. Oh my God.
0: So. Should I'm we do 100% live, virtual my right, first person clients. episode. We should come in to your Texas. Office.
1: Yeah. 100%. Everything okay. yes. Don't they say everything is bigger and better it in Texas? It is. <laughs> <laughs> and look, it for is. those of you who are of course listening, you have to go and YouTube and check out this video cuz Dr. P is oh, is beautiful. Gorgeous. She is we definitely cute. We're going to get a lot of
0: DMs <laughs> after this, especially her being beautiful but also knowledgeable Thank about you sex in general so
2: thank you thank you I appreciate it yeah thank you
0: (laughs) all right I'm gonna let T go because this is like T's like topic because (laughs) we talk a lot about relationships and we we talk a lot about education when around like very very deep very very considered controversial topics we don't consider them controversy because it's life right and we all experience it yeah but like T is just like very very um educated and very like experienced in relationships and so Usually it's us going back and forth, but she's usually (laughs) getting me together. So I let you go T and and kind of start us off.
1: I just was I think you could just tell us a little bit about what I mean, like what remember? I think we can all recall back when we're like in second grade and say, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a doctor, like (laughs) I want to be a sex expert when I grow up. Like when did you decide that this is what you want to do? Yeah and how did you get to that point? I mean, it's it's a very interesting field.
2: Absolutely. And yes, I didn't even know this field existed. So. Okay. It wasn't a lifelong aspiration, um, mm-hmm. but I did desire to work in social services. Okay. So when I was in college, I switched from pre-med because I couldn't pass organic chem. Don't judge me. And I switched to sociology. Ew, we, hate, we hate chemistry know, here.
1: That so was so God.
2: That was God. It's okay Thank you, <laughs> Yes. And so I had some great mentors and they were like, you should consider social work because you get kind of the best of both worlds. You can be a therapist, but then you could also work in a county jail if you want it. You could work in a hospital. You can. I was like, oh, I love the flexibility. Let's do it. So I went, got my master's in social work, and kind of started my clinical career working in different settings, hospitals, jails, schools. I, I worked all over. And in that process, I kept coming up against, I guess you could say, the the taboo face of sex and pleasure. Mm. Right. And so since it's a part of who we are, it would come up in all of my work, but no one is talking about it. No, we don't talk about it. Okay. How does this? Okay. (laughs) But interestingly enough, I still did not know there was a thing called sex therapist. So I kind of became this resident, like sex expert that people would just come to talk to. But again, I didn't know. They just said, you make me feel comfortable. Yes. Okay. And Mm -hmm. like my my coworkers, right? So my office became the place where people would come during their lunch. Like, so I'm having a hard time having an orgasm. Can you help me? Yes, I can. Sit down. Then I was like, uh-huh. wait. So after that was probably in my, that was like, I don't know, 12 years ago. Oh, it was a while ago. I've been doing yeah. this for a long time. Yeah. And so through time, I started to hear about the profession of sex therapist. Like, there was a specialty you could go back to school, you could. And I was like, oh, I've, I think I should probably do that.
1: So So is it like a certification, or do you have to take more courses within psychology? Like
2: Yeah. So you have the option. So once I became a licensed therapist, interestingly enough, you could just call yourself a sex therapist if you wanted. This is the thing that people they don't really talk about.
0: Yeah. So anyone could say (laughs) they are because
2: they're exactly because they're licensed (laughs) to do therapy. But for me, it didn't feel ethically. Like I wasn't comfortable with that. It's like, yeah, I could do that. And I've done a lot of my own research, but let me find the most studious, rigorous certification body, of course, daughter of an educator. And I'm going to go do that thing so I could be the best at this, right? So that's what I decided to do. So I went back and got postgraduate work, went through a three-year process, literally. Like you had to do clinicals. It was a lot of work to go through the certification program um, to get certified. So I did and opened my private practice. I just did it part-time. I was like, I'm just going to like do it on the side while I work for the government who gives me great benefits, right? Mm-hmm. So we were doing this thing and my love for working with my clients just, it just took me over. I said, I have to do this every day, all day. Like I, I, I got it in your face. I, I you got to my job. That's awesome. Yeah. I got to in my job. Your story. Yeah. So I left and bet on myself and opened up my practice full time. And here we are. Now, here's the caveat of that story. So I was exposed to one, not seeing a lot of black and brown therapists talking about sex and pleasure, especially like 10, 15 years ago. So that mm-hmm. was a big motivator. But the other motivator was my own sexual journey. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And so. Get into
0: it. Get into a, it. I know. Let's, <laughs> let's
2: go. I mean, you're just going to leave this whole show, Dr. <laughs> P. Now let's go. Ooh. And so that had a big um, impact on me. So I went from being in a space where I wasn't. Com- I used to not be comfortable talking about sex. I couldn't even say pussy out loud.
1: <laughs> like right, the- right. Like Ooh. you said the yeah. P word. So,
2: so I went from that. To not fully embracing who I was, but I always knew that I was highly sexual, but I didn't know how to fully accept it because yeah. of stigma, mm-hmm. myth, like all these other things. Um, what does it
1: mean to be highly sexual when you say that? Like, cause I think we can all interpret yeah. that very differently. Does that mean you like to have sex a
2: lot? Yeah. Yeah. See, it doesn't mean that. Okay. So see? glad you said that. Yes. Cause that would see? be someone Tell with a high libido, case. right? <laughs> But highly sexual, the way I look at it as it's someone who recognizes all of the aspects of their self that are sexual, like Mm -hmm. how I can incorporate it into different areas of my life. When I step out of the shower, Oh, I'm just exuding sex. It doesn't Mm -hmm. mean I want to have sex. It just means I'm connected to my sexuality, my sensuality, my erotic self, right? Mm -hmm. So I can move my hips. I can have no one around me and feel completely connected to who I am as a sexual human.
0: I love the word erotic. Wow. I I love that. Yeah. Erotic is like such a good word. Isn't that such a great word? It's it's, so sexy. I think it's a powerful word too.
2: Yes, yeah. because it, is, it <laughs> encompasses so many things as it relates to intimacy and pleasure and naughty things and nasty things and vanilla. Thing. Like it's like all the things. Yeah, and so okay. in my own journey, I was able to get to a place of fully accepting like Casey, you're you're just like a sexual person. Like it's OK. Yeah. And it's okay. you can have own it, pleasure that it. Yes. And you can yeah. have pleasure
0: that makes you black out. Yeah. Like I just you're, you're black a vibe. Out. You're a vibe. Wow, um, yeah,
1: can we ex- can we talk a little bit about that? Like pleasure sure. that will make you black out. What does that look like? What does See, that, that feel like? Why are you
0: asking that?
1: Because oh, I, I want to out. I want to <laughs> yeah. black
2: I out. Black <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, you should don't make me black out. You should. Absolutely. <laughs> <Just sorry. laughs> I love it. No, I love oh, it. Oh no, Really, the <laughs> the key to to maximizing your pleasure is vulnerability and surrender. Okay. Right. Let's explore that. Yeah. (laughs) That is like you have to be willing to trust the person that you are with Mm -hmm. to go on a journey with you. Mm -hmm. So, this is not something they're doing to you. This is not something you're doing for them. Mm -hmm. This is something you're creating together. Mm -hmm. And when you co create the pleasure experience and completely surrender and can be vulnerable. Physically, emotionally, and spiritually, you can experience the like most angelic pleasure. It's the best word I can think of in this moment. (laughs) Pleasure that you just like zone out after your orgasm because you can't like think straight. You're like, what day is it? What's happening? Where am I? That sounds amazing. That that sounds great.
1: (laughs) How do we make every experience like that one? So I have to ask this because okay, I think some people judge yes uh, what is a healthy amount of sex that couples should have or mm-hmm. individuals healthy? or individuals right just in general well, like maybe, is it because mm-hmm. sometimes people say every day mm-hmm. and if you are having sex with someone else every day then some people say that that's just seems to be a lot like yeah. well what would you say is acceptable or something that can help create Great sex with your partner, and if you have it more often, right? Well, not
2: necessarily. Okay. Yes. Yes. So this is this is my (laughs) prescription. Okay. You should have physical intimacy daily. Okay. But you don't have to have frequent sex to feel fulfilled sexually. I
0: agree. It's really going to
2: depend on the two or three or however many people are in your little magic bedroom. Yes. You have to decide what feels comfortable for your dynamic and that's going to vary dramatically because On person. I work with yes, yeah. and I work with some couples who like they may have a very regular sex life like once or twice a week. Now statistics tell us Boring. couples who are I know. <laughs> statistics, statistics tell us that um hetero couples, right? They will have sex once a week. long-term married folks, but they don't have intimacy, unfortunately. Like that is not as intentional. Mm -hmm. And in order to really experience, I think that deep sense of pleasure, you need to have regular physical intimacy. Can you You explain a difference? Skin to skin. Or or what? Okay. Skin to skin when you're talking about physical intimacy. Physical intimacy. Right. And when we're talking about sex, we're not talking about It's not limited to penetration. Not penetration. Right, right, right. Right Right. now, it can be, but it can be oral. It -hmm. can be anything that involves an erogenous zone on your body Mm -hmm. where it's a sexual activity, something Mm -hmm. that gets you aroused. Mm -hmm. It has now crossed over into the sexual activity zone. Mm -hmm. So if you are incorporating that into how you kind of spend time together and have physical intimacy, you want to do that as regularly as you can that fits for your relationship how many erogenous zones do we have and it's like like, over 108 over 100 way
1: tell us some that are not like the standard like how do you define erogenous zones and yeah it's 108 of them oh my gosh there's there's like
2: four. yeah because think about it your entire body
0: it's like full of nerves. Cells. Yeah. Yes. Nerves. Yeah.
2: There is at mm-hmm. any point on I your body, you, you could experience. Look, she she knows. No I know much. she's like, I have 108 zones. I use all of that.
0: I only say <laughs> that because like I have I love when like my hands are massaged and like yes. the back of my leg. Like there's like, you know, things that I love that like yeah. yeah. But my like, neck oh. is like my oh, spot.
1: Like right <laughs> on the side or the like the side of my neck. Don't or the be giving back away your
0: neck. secrets on here, T. That's it.
2: we got people
0: who want you on
2: here <laughs> yeah. you're giving them some, some information text. and they we're should giving, know they should know what they are yeah yeah but I they should are, know what they are they you should <laughs> right but those areas that will get you aroused that will get you excited and that with proper stimulation you could actually have an orgasm from them really mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever done that Wow, I think too.
0: Experiment, because when you think about it, like I when agree. she says vulnerability, yeah. and like what was the other word? It was just like those sometimes surrender and surrender, surrender. Mm-hmm. Ugh, which is a whole nother. That's hard. Episode. Yeah, I was it's literally like about, about to do. say that right? is hard. Yeah, that is very hard. Mm-hmm. And and now actually, let's mark that on our topic for another one. But like, <laughs> it is sometimes for like I am. I need to be more in touch with my feminine energy. I very much have a lot of yeah. masculine energy and I'm trying and I'm I'm putting it to the forefront like I'm trying mm. to like balance it or harmonize it that we say on the show. And I think that doesn't allow me to relax or yeah. to relinquish sometimes, you know what I mean, Surrender. in order to experience yeah. in ways that you're describing.
2: Do you feel yeah. like you, tr- you want to you feel more comfortable if you're in control?
0: Yes, and I don't want to be in control anymore. Though, like I'm actually kind of exhausted of being in control. Like, and I kind of just want to just like let it all mm-hmm. go. If that makes sense,
2: it does. But then yeah. you yeah. would need a partner that's really confident with their kind of dominant space, their masculine energy. That's yeah. what you you need. Someone like
0: that. I mean, you yeah. might already have someone. I don't know your particular. Yeah, I but. think I think we're both in a place too of discovery, right? Like we're yeah. like Ooh. in a discovery phase, and so. I think we both need to work on that together. I'd have to communicate that, like, I want to relinquish my masculine energy. You should probably explore, you know, what other things you're doing and to exude that too. Because I know sometimes I'm like, I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have done that. And I think I've exuded that for so long that he's used to it. And so I have to let him know that I'm, like, giving that up. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) You need to have like <laughs> weekly check-ins where you can kind of talk about and process yeah. those insights that you have. Correct. Right. So you can share like, yeah, this is what I've been thinking about. Or the last time we had sex, this is what I experienced. And yes. this worked, but this part of it didn't work as well. Or I think I would have I would have had more pleasure
0: yeah. if that we explored is the, this. That is the mm-hmm. conversation because the pleasure is there, but there's Good. times where you're like, oh, wait, that was different. And you just kind of move on, right? But you're like, if we explored that or if I was more vulnerable, Mm -hmm. I would set it in the moment. But, you know, so sometimes you get too in your traditions, too. You're like, this is what we always do. Or this is the the best way. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes that can hinder that. But also shout out to my fiance for connecting us with you. Yay! who's also, yeah, I'm coming to the
2: wedding. Exactly.
0: (laughs) And he's also uh, doing his clinical work and research and stuff too, to become a licensed therapist, not in sex, but so maybe we'll hit you up.
2: (laughs) Yes. Love it.
0: Love it.
1: For me, I don't know, like textbook wise, how much of sex is mental, but it starts there for me. Like, I have to really be there, have a connection with you mentally to, for mm-hmm. me even to want to go there. Like so much of it is not really how I feel, but mm. what my mental capacity is for a person. And I mm-hmm. wonder how much that truly is connected to sex in terms of how you think and what yeah. that connection is to your body.
2: That's Absolutely, it. because your brain is telling your body what to do, yeah. right? So it sounds like, From a psychological perspective, like you're going to be turned on by like information, right? Mm -hmm. Like connecting to someone's intellect. Yeah. How do they process information? Some panties right
1: down my leg.
2: There you go. (laughs) There you go. Mm -hmm. Hold that Shakespeare one more time, right? Like that's important. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you know that about yourself, again, that insight is so important because then you you know exactly what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like you have to use that as your guide and listen mm-hmm. to that. And your foreplay may look different than someone else's foreplay because you may need some level of that mental stimulation in order for you to feel connected emotionally.
1: Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what? Can we talk about the big O? Because yeah, let's talk about it, it seems to be a hot topic because yeah. it is unfortunate because some people, you know, I have friends, uh, women in my circle who just can't never. experience orgasms yeah. either way, rather yeah. be oral, maybe sometimes oral, but never through physical penetration. Like with in, yeah. I, I don't understand that because, you know, orgasms are amazing. I couldn't even imagine not having them, but right. there are some people who just can Shut up, Shay. (laughs) There are some people who can't. What orgasm snob? Like, get out of here. (laughs) I can imagine not having one. I just can't (laughs) even imagine. (laughs) But but it's real. You know this, right? Like, I'm sure some of your patients who come, you know, to speak with you, that's probably a a topic, right? But what happens? Like, is it because they don't surrender? And, you know, and, 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 and just offer up their whole beings. Like what, is it more mm-hmm. mental? Is it, even, i even, I even remember reading somewhere that orgasms, like if you're healthier, that you can have orgasms, like it's tied to like your diet, which is
2: crazy. Yes, it does so, make an impact. right? Yes. So let's dig Stop. in it. There's so yes. many variables. So, so just to have us on the same page, what an orgasm is, Right. Okay. An orgasm is the progression of pleasure that peaks.
0: Essentially, that's that it. just like sounds it, erotic. It does. Sounds wow. like but my it, instant pot. <laughs> when, basically, when the pressure release and the steam just goes. When
1: the, <laughs> t- yes, that's exactly <laughs> what, what it is. This right? conversation is like arousing me. Is that
2: normal? Yes. Very. Very normal. I got to be I'm so glad to hear that because if it's not, then I'm not doing a good job as a guest. So
0: thank you for the affirmation and validation. I love love it.
2: Okay. So, but yeah, so that's what an orgasm is, right? So it's the build, the build of sexual tension that gets released. Now, in order to experience that, there are so many variables involved. We're talking environment. This is where health comes into play, medications that could be hindering it, hormones, age, race, socioeconomic, like there's all of these factors that play a part in someone's ability to orgasm. But then from a body perspective and stimulation, there's some things that we have to know. One is the vaginal canal does not have this plethora of nerve endings. So this idea that through penetration, women should just have these orgasms. That was just false advertisement like that. We've just been taught wrong.
0: Mm -hmm. Right.
2: But uh, most of that is because it comes from a patriarchal perspective. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. if someone with a penis has sex, their focus is on their pleasure and not their partner's pleasure.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: So. Most, and I think the statistic is now like closer to 87% of women or humans with vaginas, they do not have orgasms from vaginal penetration unless the clitoris is also stimulated. Got it. That's a high Uh, percentage too. It's very high. And it's unfortunate because a lot of women feel like something's wrong with them. Yeah. If they don't, and they're like, I don't understand. We don't talk about it. Yeah. We don't talk about and it's like more normal for them not to have the orgasm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. than it is for them to have it. And so understanding what needs to happen and what type of clitoral stimulation needs to happen in order for them to experience that heightened sensation.
0: That is the key. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, a lot of us in our 20s, you go a lot of your 20s without orgasming or or having an orgasm a Mm -hmm. lot because You are not, well, some people in their 20s when you're just dating and, you know, you're having sex randomly with one person Mm -hmm. here and another year goes by and you're, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's not your, you're not, they're not trying to figure it out with you. It's not, you know what I'm saying? So when you're out there in the dating field and you just have sex, maybe, oh, you see someone, you like them, whatever you're going to date, it Mm -hmm. ends great. But like, most of the time it's the male orgasm having an orgasm and not the not the woman mm-hmm. and I thought in my 20s I had this conversation with my mom of like am I doing something wrong like how I don't understand like I like this person they like me but even, when you think about it too sometimes your parents don't even have the information to be able mm-hmm. to explain to you what's going what's on with happening? your body right yeah. and then there'll be times when you have an orgasm and it's not from penetration then you're like wait there it is right so it's like, yeah. what's going on? Like, so maybe I just want that all the time versus that. Yeah. And then you're just like having these conversations with yourself.
1: So let's, so true. you know, let's talk about another word that you hear often and people like, is there a difference between a woman having an orgasm or what you hear, quote unquote, you're squirting? Like, what's the difference?
2: And yes. can every
1: woman? Oh, that's a good question.
2: Squirt. Great question. Yep. Yes. So there is a difference between like squirting or female ejaculation and orgasm. Mm-hmm. Because a woman can expel fluid, just mm-hmm. make it fl- fancy for squirting, <laughs> without experiencing <laughs> orgasm. Uh-huh. Wow. But people often think the two have to be connected and they don't. Yeah. No, you can have one without the other. It just depends. So, yeah. for some women who have an orgasm, they may expel fluid that doesn't squirt. So, it may be more of a milky white color versus squirting is going to be a clear liquid. Clear. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's clear. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and it, you know, I think it's uh, uh, it's just ignorance or they don't know, or maybe I'm wrong because sometimes I've heard women say too that it's urine, and I'm like, hold on, like,
0: but there so are times wh- when. Urine is present as well. But so what so, be, so what fluid yes. is
1: squirting? Like is it just yeah? So there's yeah. so
2: much controversy to be honest about <laughs> mm-hmm. it that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, so the research that I vibe with is the research that tells us that there's about 3% urine mixed in with the fluid. So Got as it. you are being aroused, your bladder is actually filling up with fluid, but if you emptied it before sex, and that's yeah, it's what I mean. not that's what urine. I that's yeah. You have right? to
0: use the restroom, right? Yeah.
2: So that it's you're not. going to feel that way. Right. Yeah. And it's also going to feel like you have to pee when you yeah. squirt. That's yeah, the other it's, part. It's so warm. then I think. Yeah. But it's. Typically odorless, it's, yep. clear, it's clear, right? Yeah. Like it, are you wouldn't that little three percent urine. You don't even know where that is in the mix <laughs> of things. But that's right? good for
0: people to know in their mind yeah. to say, like, oh, yes. okay. Well, I listened to the episode, and she said it's going to feel like that. So maybe I can be vulnerable, and maybe I can yeah. relax
2: your relax. pelvis
0: and <laughs> yeah. let it
1: and let relax. It you yeah. know, yeah. and it's funny that you said relax because there are times when. So I'm a, I'm a very impatient person with everything, but sometimes it just takes longer than others. Yes. So if it's taking a little longer than longer. I would like, I have to just focus and relax. If I start thinking about something else, it, yeah. it's like, I'm it's the, over. Excuse I'm me, get way. up. Goodbye. Let's go. Let's, excuse me. I want to get Oh up. Yeah. Because you're in the moment. Yes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. when a buildup happens yes. and that's when I just relax and let go. And that's when it's like
0: an explosion. <laughs> yes. so we, we also have younger people who listen to this podcast too And oh, I remember being in my 20s and, think, mm-hmm. and guys thinking that My orgasm has to come with theirs
1: Yeah Can yeah.
0: we talk about that? Because that's so that's not a, a thing Like it, you, you can try But I just feel like Why do you think I Let's not coordinate Like let's just You know what I mean? Like
2: But if you think about it again, that perspective says it's about them. okay, Right. Because it's still this kind of badge of honor that men often feel like they are giving you this orgasm. Mm -hmm. And technically, they're not giving it to they are. They're partnering with you to experience the orgasm because someone could have amazing skills performance wise and do all the things. But that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to have an orgasm. Mm -hmm. Because if you are stressed or depending on what time of the month in your cycle, if you're experiencing any anxiety, right, like if you're dehydrated, like all these other things can play a part. If you feel unsafe or emotionally disconnected, if you just had a fight or you're having financial pressures, like all of these factors will impact yes. your ability to experience oh, the, the orgasm.
1: The mind is so oh, powerful. Nice. You just oh, don't realize yes. how much it plays a part of your experience with sex because it, you know, yes. it could either, you know, if you're not there, like you're yes. you're physically there, but yeah. mentally you're not there in terms of, I going to think about your key work now, you're not surrendering, surrendering in the moment, then I yeah. think that's where you may have a, you know, just that disconnection. Yeah. I know when I think about me for sex, like I get pleasure by giving pleasure. Like that is a yes. stimulant to me. That's yeah. great. Yes. Right. So that takes me to a whole another another level. If I can see myself pleasing someone else, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. that gets me very much aroused. So yeah. I can re- have an orgasm giving you one.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Love, love that. that. Yeah. I love that too. That's awesome. <laughs> Please don't listen to this, son. I'm so sorry. I knew you were going to say that in this episode. I actually had a... I was sleeping and I had that in my thought. That T's definitely going to put a disclaimer for... (laughs) for I always have to say,
1: this this is not one you want to listen to, my child.
0: (laughs) And also too, like a lot of men think that they put their masculinity on sex like yes it's me it's I'm doing yeah. this and they like, don't stop. Are, they're not very educated on yeah like women's bodies like mm-hmm, how do we right. start to normalize like just that conversation when you meet someone yeah. when you start to like someone and then even as you get older and you're dating and you, and you your body changes right and you do different yeah. things like how do you start yeah. to normalize conversations with men about pleasure and pleasuring
2: Yes. So one, you just want to have more of them.
0: Like, okay, it's all about
2: reps. Yeah. So you want to have more conversation. Yeah. And you also want to kind of get them to think about how it is they think the way they do. Like so Mm -hmm. they can they can recognize like the cultural and religious and systemic
0: and music or like guess a cultural too yeah yes. cuz yeah, that's they where they receive, get their education
2: exactly mm-hmm. once you can have a conversation with them about like so why do you think you connect your masculinity to this or think about especially men who have sisters right mm-hmm. and you ask them the question about like how did your parents respond to you dating versus your sister. They'd be like, oh yeah, they've just locked, like she couldn't go anywhere, but I could. And it's like, okay, let's talk about that for a minute. How do you think that impacts a woman's feelings about her sexual desire? Do you think she's like celebrating that? Or Mm -hmm. do you think she's growing up in a space thinking it's something wrong with me, but it's okay for my brother, but it's not okay for me, Mm -hmm. right? Like there's all of these kind of indicators that you want to challenge someone to think about so yeah. that you could have that conversation. Yeah. It's beautiful.
1: I have to make sure before I let you go cuz I have a few friends that mm-hmm. listen to Tipping the Scales and a few of them may have some have sexless relationships. I'll just say yeah. it like that. Like yeah. the, the two that I'm thinking about both are married. One have not had sex with uh her husband in 7 months and mm. the other one I think it's Almost four months. So to me, yeah. I even understand how that is humanly possible. But you know, I don't come from a place of judgment because I understand like marriage is different. And marriage is different, absolutely. And not only that, I I do understand, as I mentioned before, how much of a um, mental connection it is. Like how ment- like how much I really yeah. focus. How my mind is so powerful. So if I'm not really digging you as a person. As a human, as a partner, then I'm not for, I I can't go there. But what is your advice for couples Mm. or people who are in relationships that may be stuck and Mm. they're in a sexless relationship right now? How do they turn that around besides looking you up and finding you so they can get some advice? But (laughs) what are some other things that they can do? Because I think people need help. I think it's more often than people may be willing to admit.
2: Definitely. So of course, I'm going to advocate for therapy, right? So um, sex therapy, even sex coaching, because Mm. uh, sometimes the reason couples aren't having sex is the, the sexual confidence is low.
1: Oh, okay. So they
2: literally need to learn
1: Mm.
2: how to please each other. And that, that very thing can keep someone from initiating. And then once you kind of just get comfortable with not having sex, it's almost like this thing that they just put under the rug and continue with life. I mean, oftentimes the sexual part of who we are is not a priority. So when life is really like happening, for a lot of people, that's the last thing they're th- They're like, we're trying to keep our house. Our kid just got, you know, like diagnosed yeah. with autism. Yeah. Like I'm dealing with caregiving for a parent. Like these people, they're like, who's sex? Pleasure. Yeah. Casey, what are you talking about? Right? Yeah. Totally understand.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: However, they need to kind of talk about the elephant in the room.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Even saying, oh shit, we haven't had sex in like, how long? Right. Like even that. I mean, that's the start of the conversation. Like, how do you are you OK with yeah. that? Like, how do you feel that we don't? Does it impact how close we feel? Like, how is it impacting our relationship that we haven't had sex in seven months? That yeah. question alone is going to create a wonderful opportunity for learning from each other. Okay. So they start with therapy explore.
0: Hundred percent, because okay. they you yes. probably find out that it's not even about sex; it's about other things. It
2: may not Most be trash. I this
0: I felt disrespected. I felt, or I don't even conceal. like you. Yeah. You
1: can, you yes. can be, you can love someone and not like yeah. them.
0: So, it's hundred percent. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. and then wise. just for them to start the conversation mm-hmm. and not, they can't be okay with how things are
1: got it and how do they find you how does one find you because if they they're listening to the mm-hmm. sound of your voice or they're checking sure. you, checking us out on youtube and they say you know what casey she is an amazing. expert and i need help and yes. i want to learn from her i want things to be better i want an orgasm i want to be fulfilled yeah how do they find you where can they find you are you taking new patients
2: I am, I okay. currently am, I do have a few slots for new clients and I'm doing consultations. Typically I'll do a free 15-minute consultations for clients who are kind of considering it, want to learn more, want to make sure I'm a good fit for them, I want to make sure they're a good fit for me. Um but people can find me on my website which is just caseypolite.com. Um a lot of people search for therapists on psychology today. Uh, That website is the most used website across the globe for people to find. um, Psychology Today. Okay. Psychology Today. So if they type my name in on that website. They'll also get to read my bio, understand what type of therapy I provide. It'll give them a link to email me. And yeah. Is this something that is covered by insurance or do you pay out of pocket? Great question. So... A lot of therapists do take insurance um, and then some don't. I'm in the camp of I no longer take insurance. Um, it can be difficult dealing with insurance companies with diagnoses in order to bill. It's like a, it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. So, yeah, I find it that it's easier for me and my clients for me not to mess with insurance. So I don't take insurance. Yeah. And yeah. You, so I'll it's put private out- pay. You also put out I, content,
0: correct? Where can they find? I do. Your content? Yes, they
2: can find me on Instagram um, at k underscore spot underscore therapy, k spot therapy. Uh, and I do. I'm very big on normalizing the conversation. Right. And so I have to model it. And it I, it was an uncomfortable space. Might not look at it, look like it now because I'm there. Hey, what's up? Pleasure. Did not <laughs> yeah. start that way. Yeah. Um, I had to get out of my own comfort zone in that social media space. Mm. Um, but I wanted to show people we can do this like we can create a space where people can feel comfortable talking about sex and pleasure. Awesome. So, yes. so don't you know, be afraid. Okay. Yeah, to relate
0: because we're definitely we weren't like sharers and stuff like that. So us having a podcast crazy. is like has crazy. changed us.
1: Has like I woke us up it. for sure. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. I but it, it helps
0: people. So we're like, that's what we that's came to right. do. So.
1: Yeah. Awesome. So listen, you. Yes. I can't believe that the time just goes by so fast with you. Oh my gosh, you. it flew! But you are amazing. I probably will yeah. be contacting you myself because Feel I free. also, I also am a believer to say because oftentimes people believe that you need therapy when something's wrong. That's just not mm. true. Like mm-hmm. therapy 100%. can be a hundred percent there for you if you have a concern that you need to you, you need help with for sure. Yeah. But yeah. also, it could just mean how do I take? You know, how do I become the best? version of myself how can i take what i'm having right now which is great to be even more amazing so don't think um our uh, tippers that you have to have a concern or a problem to see casey You could just want to level up, so make sure you check her out. Yes, expand.
2: Hundred percent. I love it. You are (laughs) so awesome. I love your energy. I love your vibe. I'm so appreciative of the invitation and your willingness to, you know, talk about sex and pleasure on your podcast. Um, Thank you. This was so fun.
1: Awesome. Likewise, thank you for being here, Casey. Polite. We welcome you back anytime. Can't wait to do a live episode with you. And hey, tippers. Make sure you continue to follow Tip and Scales wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you. Peace. Bye.